Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. We had a really good setup there to make the best of it. And that's where we'll play our games too. So I know the longer you're away, eventually the setup um, is the least important thing. You know, you want, I want to keep our guys right. I don't know that, uh, that that Denver had any more of a challenge than we've had with Danucci or with uh, the young quarterbacks that we've had. Jerry Jones comparing the Cowboys and Broncos quarterback issues, which really aren't the same because they actually had a real quarterback who completed 21 passes, so... Not the same deal from Jerry. And Kyle Shanahan on the Niners going to Arizona. The toughest division in the NFL PK. Not looking quite so tough. I think the Niners are out of it, but mathematically they're not, so I guess you never know. A big game for those teams. They're playing each other? Is that what you're saying? Hold on, I gotta see. Look at the light. I hope you sneeze. Well, that, that'll do it? It usually does, yeah. All right. I'm going to live, I guess. The Niners and Cardinals do play in a few weeks. Oh, okay. I wish them both well. I'm a TV guy now. The Ravens and Steelers play today. You wish them both well? Or you want to see the Steelers go undefeated? Or you want to oh. see the Ravens get back in this? Or you don't care. It's just something to do on a Wednesday afternoon at 140. Yeah, I think for me it's something to do. You know, watching BYU basketball, and we'll get to that. I watched that yesterday, and I know they play today again at three. So, yeah, for this is a great time of year to do it for a couple of reasons. As it's obviously it's winter, or approaching winter, technically. We view it as winter and not going to go out golfing. And then there's no jazz games in the evening. So it's not like uh, with a game in the middle of the day here that I have to sit in front of the television all day long and all night long because that's not the case. Jazz aren't starting yet, so I've got some free time. So I want to be able to watch a game. So I'm excited for the opportunity to watch this game. I mean, I never care who wins an NFL game. uh, I just want to watch the competition. So, yes, I'm excited for it. Niners are moving their entire operation to Arizona beginning this afternoon after Santa Clara County issued new COVID-19 protocols to prevent contact sports. Players rehabbing from injuries uh, are going to go to Arizona as well. Everybody's going, Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle included. 2020, baby. It's a weird deal. Follow the science. That's what I've been told. Eagles head coach Doug Peterson says he's not received any assurances from the front office that will keep his job for the rest of the season, but added that he's focused on getting his team ready for a showdown with the Packers. Eagles are 3-7-1, still in the hunt in the NFC. 3-7-1. Yeah, it's a tough schedule. They played Seattle last week and the Packers next week. Well, that's that's part of the magic, right? The NFC East team's playing the... uh, NFC West teams, and the West has been dominating it, and hence the West is getting all the praise, and the East is getting all the... the uh, Packers aren't in the NFC West. Nope. No, they're not. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 
Hey guys, just wanted to uh, speak for a second about some comments that I made earlier tonight on our college football uh, ranking show. Made, made some comments about Michigan, about the potential of them waving a white flag and, and intentionally trying to avoid playing Ohio State by just saying, hey, we have too many cases and, and we're going to opt out. Um, I have no business at all saying that. I have no evidence of that. It was completely unfair to the University of Michigan, to Jim Harbaugh, to his players and coaches, and I just wanted to apologize. Kirk Herbstreit apologizing for claiming Michigan made Duck Ohio State. If you were watching the show to see BYU's rankings, and he blurted that out. And Reese Reese Davis gave him a chance to walk it back, and he walked it back a little way, but then he just completely apologizes for it. You think there's a lot of ducking going on in college football this year, PK? I mean, obviously, uh, Clemson was pretty mad at Florida State. Daba was all. That's the only one I'm aware of. Yeah. I don't know that I'm aware of any other one. Well, I'm not aware of it. That doesn't mean it happened or it did happen. I don't know. Yeah. Top seven teams in the college football playoff rankings remain the same. No change there. BYU up one spot. The change at the top is Northwestern falling after they lost. So BYU now 13th. Looking at that ranking, I think there's a couple teams that might be motivated to play BYU on the 19th PK. Oklahoma State, like BYU, Maybe with a big win, they could get into a New Year's Six if that's really important to them when they add a game. And Texas A&M, maybe they have a chance to get in the top four. Of course, they might think that they got a chance to get in, and they probably do if things break their way in the conference title games. But they might need some help as well, and so maybe they'd be motivated to play BYU. Because Are you hearing anything about a game this week? No. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be anything out there floating around. So, who might be motivated to play BYU on the 19th? Looking at those rankings, maybe those two teams, although they'll probably wait another week to see more rankings as they try to figure that out. ACC made a schedule adjustment for its top teams. It allows Notre Dame to clinch a spot in the ACC championship game. Clemson and Miami remain in the mix to face them. If Clemson beats Virginia Tech this Saturday, they'll clinch their spot. And a rematch against the Fighting Irish. The ACC giving teams some buys the week before the conference title game and uh, rearranging some of the other opponents so the teams further down in the standings have somebody to play. It just really smacks PK of the ACC saying, hey, let's have our teams healthy for the title game. And we got two teams set for the playoff right now. And we got three teams set for New Year's Six. And let's not make them play again and risk that. Yeah, that's what I was talking about yesterday. Line them up. SEC's got to hate that, but not much they can do right now. Uh, Bob Stoops out of retirement for a day to help coach the Sooners as the team deals with the COVID-19 outbreak. Stoops issued a statement saying he plans to do the best to help out. However, he wants to keep a low profile. Me too. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. To me personally, the bubble was way easier. It was really no distractions. We didn't have to travel after games. We was leaving the arena sometimes 10, 11 o'clock after a game, and we would go right back to the hotel, and they had cold pools set up at the pool for us. And we just get our recovery in right after the game. They had food laid out for us, and we go up to our room, lay down. I mean, everything was laid out. It wasn't no plane after, bus to the hotel, check into a room, get situated. It was none of that. It was just like boom, boom, get up the next morning, practice all in one spot. So like our bodies was recovering faster. We was more rested. It was way easier to me. I think that's why you saw a lot of people just killing like that, (laughs) for real. Damian Lillard, bubble life was a piece of cake, PK. None of the distractions, none of the hard stuff like travel. Oh, yeah. 
There, there was no travel. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. Why wouldn't you enjoy it compared to what you normally do? Christmas Day schedule is out. Jazz aren't playing. Lakers and Clippers aren't playing each other. Clippers and Nuggets. I know some people are wondering if the Jazz would play the Nuggets because it was such a good playoff series, but the Nuggets had another good playoff series with the Clippers and another rally from a 3-1 deficit. So there's the Christmas Day. And the Nets and Kyrie Irving going to taking Kyrie back to Boston to play the Celtics. So hook up some of the drama. And Doncic is a star. They got him playing the Lakers, PK. Confirmation, the NBA wants to put him on as uh, big a stage as possible. Yeah, he is a star, that's for sure. Golden State Warriors have delayed the beginning of their team workouts. They had two players test positive for COVID-19 upon rejoining the team in the Bay Area for training camp. So uh, they're on hold right there. Wizards coach Scott Brooks said his team had a a positive test. So I guess uh, what we've seen with the NFL, we're about to see uh, with the NBA. Oh, goody, and we get to talk about it. Clippers made roster moves. Joe Kim Noah released, ending his career in all probability. They added veterans Nick Batum and Reggie Jackson on one-year deals. And a former Jazz guard, Rajon Tucker, was traded to Cleveland, got scooped up by the Clippers after Cleveland released him right after the trade. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. And so the ball comes in, the clock hits zero, and this thing is over. And we got a final now from Raleigh Durham, and it's Michigan State making some history, beating Duke on the road 75-69 to mark the first time the green and white have won in this building, Cameron Indoor, and it marks the first time Michigan State has ever beaten Duke during the regular season. I know one thing, I'm not going to put this as an asterisk. No fans or not fans. Uh, you know, it was a good win for us against a good team, a great program, and a very, very well-coached team. Tom Izzo, loving the win at Duke, even if Cameron Indoor wasn't uh, wasn't bouncing and loud and raucous like it normally is. No asterisk from him. It's a W, baby. He'll take his W and go home. Uh, sure, yeah, I wouldn't put an asterisk either. I mean, why would they? Him playing the game and records are kept, scores kept, so forth and so on, yeah. After uh, three wins, BYU suffered its first loss. They're beaten. USC 79, the Cougars 53. BYU, a miserable day shooting the ball, 27.5%. Right from the, uh, right the get go, it was a struggle. The three pointer wasn't falling, and I was wondering if you were screaming it in your screen. Take it inside. But then they took it inside, and those shots didn't go in either. Yeah, I don't know that they have the capability of taking it inside against the Trojans and having success. I mean, they're a team that needs to hit three-point shots and perimeter shots. And what did they shoot in the 20s? I mean, it was uh, probably, you could argue, they're going to go the whole season not shooting that poorly. It's unfortunate for them. Uh, it was somewhat of a big stage. You know, Pac-12 teams got some NBA players on it. SC always seems to have NBA players. They don't ever seem to do anything with those NBA players, but they seem to have them in terms of, uh, when I say do anything, NCA success. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was an abysmal performance. And I like what Mark Pope said. I mean, you listen to him afterward. Uh, we need some soul searching. Uh, uh, everything went wrong. And so he didn't try to say, oh, it's just a one-off game. We didn't shoot the ball well. You know, we'll be back at it. No, he was much more realistic than many coaches would be in that situation. And so I know they got a ball game today against St. John's. They got an opportunity for at least a somewhat of immediate redemption. But for them going forward, it's going to be difficult 
if they can't hit perimeter shots. And no one outside. Uh, the, the Gideon George kid, I've seen him play a couple times now because their game's been on BYT, BYU TV. He looked good, and Harms looked good earlier in the game. But other than that, nobody did. Harms hit a three early in the game, and he finished with 11 points and uh, six rebounds. Barcelo really struggled. He was three of 11. Actually, he was the one guy who shot the three okay, I guess, two of four. Or two of five, excuse me. Uh, they were seven of 33 from the three point, on the three-point shots, but on the two-pointers, they were 12 of 39. And I really thought when they got inside, BYU um, just couldn't, couldn't get any open shots, good looks. It was just... Uh, USC was long and athletic and always seemed to have somebody there. And they tried to pass the ball inside, and that just led to turnovers. Uh, it was pretty frustrating. There was no rhythm, no flow, never seemed to have any confidence or get anything rolling offensively. 3 o'clock today, St. John's and BYU. That game's on ESPN2, and UVU will host Westminster in Orm at 6 o'clock. Dixie State hoping to start their season playing North Dakota tonight. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Dodger Hall of Famer Tommy Lasorda out of intensive care, but he remains hospitalized. He is 93 years old. He's been in the hospital since November 8th, and he's doing rehab at a hospital in uh, Orange County. Have you talked to any of your uh, people down there in L.A.? I mean, Lasorda is just obviously a Dodger legend. But at, uh, at 93, that sounds awful. No, but uh, I asked Frank up in heaven to uh, put in a good word for him. Sinatra, baby. <laughs> Chicago White Sox manager Tony Russa expected to change his plea to misdemeanor charges stemming from a drunk driving arrest nine months ago in Phoenix. He originally pled not guilty, plans to change his plea in court on December 21. Get that over with now that he's got a job with the White Sox and get through it as fast as possible, well, it sounds what's like. What's his today. plea? If you're going to change it, what is it? Well, I assume it's going to be guilty since he had pled not guilty. Really? Wow. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, David Nixon, BYU TV football analyst, former BYU linebacker, will be here at 8 o'clock. Riley Jensen. At 8.30, our college football insider, the former Aggie quarterback, and Frank Dolce, Utah football analyst and Ute insider for the Zone Sports Network, will be here at 9. Stay with us.